previously on the Dave and Steve show. My point is this, that I have not made yet. If Get there. Um, that's, no, that's hilarious. That's, yeah. No, so this brings up, the, I mean, well, I went to Juno. Our first story, a sealed copy of a 1985 video game, Super Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers? <laughs> well, Dave, you have to understand, you, you're going to show up to Australia. We, we're going to take care of you. You, come, you go to downtown Melbourne, you're going to have the best barbecue you probably ever had. Can the game be, can we do a new game, Will It Kill Steve? And we actually have you ingest grapefruit live on the air while popping your meds to see what happens? The best. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, though. I don't believe you can pet pigs at Disneyland, can you? You say, did you know Steve Dam? He, he died, and everybody's going to say, heart attack? No, bear attack. Boy, you better get in here and yell at this bear with me. Show number 16 of the Dave and Steve Show. I am Dave, sweet 16, sitting right alongside me. I'm here 27 miles away is Steve. How sweet it is. And from parts unknown, the lovely and buxom Tracy. I don't think we can say sweet 16 anymore. <laughs> we are off and running on show number 16 of the Dave and Steve Show. Now, why can't we say that anymore, Tracy? Well, that was always sort of a euphemism for a girl under some sort of uh, arbitrary moral and legal age that you had a crush on. It might be a middle-aged uh, or older beetle, maybe. Is that uh, uh, is a beetle? Well, didn't he do, um, let's see, peaches and cream. What was that? Um, that made a left turn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Could be a right. drummer for the Beatles. What? I mean, Tracy, uh, it's all right the, if we, if we go off the rails, but can we get out of the station first? <laughs> like, we, <laughs> like, like the kind of left turn that you, you're confused at the signal light. Yeah. Like, okay. you, like you're like, which one is mine? The, that's, that's how hard a left turn that was. Perhaps uh, I should have I should have stuck with Kiss, uh, Christine sixteen. <laughs> Um, for this audience, probably sure, <laughs> at least for you two guys. All right, we've had a good David Steve show. We'll see you next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> we did all of our pre-show drops in the first. Yeah, two we're minutes done. Of the show. Yeah, we're yeah. exactly. We are done. Which is really all we need to go to the next show. So, 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 um, so in those lyrics, I'm referring to you're 16, you're beautiful. Okay, and he's mine. doubling down on this, isn't he? Well, yes. yeah, I knew. I had a. I, I didn't know either. <laughs> two things happened. I had a stroke, or I knew the lyrics of this song, but wasn't able to correctly. He didn't just double down. Correct. He split threes. Right. And then he doubled down on the threes. <laughs> what did you do this week, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't mind. I actually will go first. Uh, I always have you guys go go first. I'll go first this time. So first of all, an update on the chainsaw. Uh -huh. If you tuned in last week, you know I got a chainsaw in a box. I only got part of a chainsaw in a box. It was basically the base of the chainsaw with no blade, no battery. It's a battery-powered chainsaw, no battery. So I can, I can tell you guys now, as an update, we took it out on a maiden voyage, and it worked. Everything about it worked. Oh. It cut through branches like it should. It, it, we did a masterful job of cleaning up a few of the trees on the property. So as far as that goes, we'll just get that out of the way right up front. The chainsaw is here and it works. Wow, that's excellent. So. <laughs> and it made me cough. It works so well. Wow, so, excellent. <laughs> a couple, a couple other things I want to go over. You'll, you'll see very quickly. Um, I don't have a lot to go over this week. We were talking before the show. I don't think that Tracy does either. So hopefully Steve can be our saving grace in this segment. Otherwise, it's going to be really short. The first thing I will say is I have now dubbed my hairstyle. I know people listening to the podcast can't see it, but uh, Tracy and Steve, you guys <sighs> probably can. I have dubbed oh, yeah. this hairstyle the evil cooter uh, because <laughs> cooter from Dukes of Hazard had basically this hair where it has started to grow out long in the back and it's starting to curl like crazy. Um, and I, the only reason I called it an evil cooter is because I'm not as nice as, as the character cooter was. I know we shouldn't even be talking about uh, the Dukes of Hazard anymore. Frankly, I think that whole thing, like we're not supposed to, that's a, that's a now forgotten series, but Cooter was a relatively nice guy. So just go look him up. Oh, he was wonderful. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. he literally fixed everybody's cars for free. 
<laughs> nobody i don't i don't re remember him delivering anybody an invoice or um, charging yeah. anybody for parts just saying hey the parts will be here on tuesday yep you know I and i think one of the unfair things about um hazard county in general is that nobody ever gave him a free haircut and he was doing uh, i mean yeah I, exactly maybe uh, one wow. of, one of and, the I mean the suspension work alone that he had to do on the General Lee every yeah. week. Yeah. Well, let's be I clear. Mean, he had to rebuild that car every single week. <laughs> at least, at least. Uh, all right. So I the other so the other thing I wanted to mention real quick is so my wife and I have been walking. The, our weather's finally fantastic here. It's actually oh, yeah. at, at really warm today, um, and so my wife and I have been going on a lot of walks at night, and we. We have this at the end of our long sort of road that stretches out in front of our house. It's a series of driveways, houses next to each other. You get to the end of that road and you actually come upon a metal gate. Think of like just a cattle gate, a cow gate that you would see across any like pasture or anything like that. And it separates our neighborhood from the neighborhood next to ours. And I don't know, there's, there's a grassy covered over road. I think at one point they were gonna connect the neighborhoods. They decided not to and so they've got this gate. So we're walking down that road and we've got two houses down from us. We have a, a family. They've got one kid who's probably, I'd say maybe 14, 15. And then they've got one kid who just graduated high school. He's just 18. And we hear a motorbike and those kids ride their motorbikes up and down. Our, the road in front of our house is just this long, straight stretch of road. The, the community was built not too long ago. And they, so they laid that road when they did it. So it's just a straight, perfect road. And so these kids like to get on it and they just ride their motorcycles up and down. So we're very used to hearing this. So we're walking, we round the corner through some blackberries to this gate. It's, it's a little secluded getting to this gate, getting to the next neighborhood, and then it goes back to a paved road again. But we hear a motorcycle come up behind us and we think nothing of it because it's these kids and we, we had already seen him once he passed by us. We waved at him and, and off we went. So as we round the corner, we can't see him anymore. He can't see us anymore, but we hear a voice say, uh, excuse me, excuse me. So we both turn around and walk back around the corner and he's on the motorcycle and he has a shirt on that says police. It's, it's a blue shirt in white letters. It says police. Uh huh. He's right. not a policeman. Spoiler alert. Let's just, let's get that out of the way. But he said, uh, do you guys, do you, do you live around here now? Again, he's two houses down, and, and I'd say three months ago, we had a dog get out and in the middle of the night, and we could not find it. And he actually helped us get this dog and get it back in. Granted, it was the middle of the night, hard to see each other in the dark, but this kid was like, do you guys live around here? And we said, yeah, yeah, we do. And I kind of pointed in the direction of my house, and he said, okay, because we've, we've had some robberies in the area, so I just wanted to, to make sure you know, that you guys were from around here. And I said, yeah, we're at, and I gave my house number. And I said, you know, this is, this is my wife. I mean, listen, it's two mid forties people standing there in track shoes and, you know, going out for a midlife walk outfits. We had, it's not like we were in ski masks or anything like that. We we're just out for a walk. So then he doubled down a little bit and he said, um, so that you're in, uh, and he said the house number again. And he said, um, so where are you guys headed? And I am the type of person, I, this, this stuff doesn't bother me. In fact, my, the, where my head immediately went was, I kind of like that this kid is at least, yes, he's being a little overzealous. Yes, he's probably going too far, but at least he's looking at, go ahead. He's good hearted and he's right. earnest. And right, stuff. sure. He, he, was, he was literally trying to Barney Fife it a little bit and just kind a of- little self, A little self-empowered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just uh, I, I carry my bullet in my front in my front pocket here. <laughs> yeah. And so he just he just wanted to kind of check up on us. But I, I did I did find it funny that he had the shirt on that literally said police on it. Like it was the most generic shirt you could possibly wear. Uh, so fortunately, we, we did not have to go to jail. This was one of the few times I've had a run in like this that I didn't have to go to jail. Yeah, he did not take not us. Like the Fourth of July. Yeah, exactly. Right. He did not take us on his dirt bike um, and we were able to complete our walk. So that's the only bit of excitement I've had this week. Now, the one thing I will say, and I'm springing this on both of you on the air right now, we're going to sort this out in real time. Next week, I'm not yeah. here on the night we record the show. 
My wow. family and I have rented a cabin near a lake, uh, Lake Wenatchee, not far from where we are here. And we're going to go stay in that cabin for a few days. So we have to figure wow. out. Are we coming with you? No, absolutely not. So we have to figure oh. out either right now, and I, I'd like to do it right now, or we can do it right off now. the air. We either have to record Sunday night, which I think people, that'll throw everybody if we do a Sunday night show, because Sundays are totally different, and they would they would not have a frame of reference for what we were talking about if we did oh, it on it a different would, night. Night would be day. Right? They right? Would, yeah, yeah. It's upside down world at that point. Or exactly. one of you two knuckleheads figures out how to record this, and we do the first ever show number one of the Stephen Tracy show. <laughs> Sunday. Um, <laughs> see you Sunday. Okay. We'll work it out. All right. We will yeah, work I think it that, out. that sounds, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll work. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All I right. can barely get my rig going every week. Yeah. So if you, yeah. if you think adding pushing record, is going to make it, it'll, that, that is <laughs> what we call a force multiplier, yeah. my friend. All right, Tracy, what did you do last week? Spoiler alert, absolutely nothing. Steve, what about you? I'm kidding. Go ahead, Tracy. One of the <laughs> things we tried to do, because you said the weather's been great, and so um, I came to the realization that Saturday something very, very bad was going to happen if I didn't get all five members of my family out of the house. And uh, so we decided to to go hiking. So it, the 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 age range of my family goes from me, which you know is awesome age, all the way to my almost four year old. And so when you're picking hikes out, and you don't want to carry anyone, you're kind of your choice of hikes kind of dwindles down too. Yep. But there was one that we like to do, and it's kind of short. And so we decided to do it. And it was a 40 minute drive to the trailhead of where we are going and then when we get there after 40 minutes of being in the car when we already didn't want to be around each other in the house we find <laughs> out that just on this short hike and i mean about just short of two miles so if you do the whole thing over about a time it's it's you know not quite four miles and it's good for a four-year-old it's yeah. fine he'll he'll whine for half of it but that's fine so will i and um but there a bridge was out this went over a river it it was a bridge was out and a bridge was out a half a mile in Ooh. so they decided we were gonna walk to the bridge so we didn't get a full hike in we didn't get him completely tired because you know when you when you have a young one, it's important to get him that, as tired that is, as possible. Yeah, young, young people in general, that is your, as a parent, that is your number yeah. one goal of the day, is just to try and tire that kid out as much as possible so that yeah. by hopefully four o'clock in the afternoon, they can go to bed for the night. Every hour <laughs> of activity reduces the milligrams of sedatives you have to yeah, use later right? in the day. And I'm all for that because I don't want to over-medicate my children. I've said that over and over as a responsible parent. And it's so, hard to get the dosage right without having to go to the emergency room and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I have three kids now, so that hardly ever happens. But the thing is, so we came back, we rolled back through your town, and I just said, look, I'm just going to sit in the car and just eat a barbecue sandwich and so that's what i did and i and that was the best part of the day um that barbecue uh, that barbecue place you're talking about is incredible we actually just ate there two days ago as well and they they're one of those types of places they are a very down home it's a tiny yeah. tiny place they literally it's it's i mean on a when there's not a pandemic they've got maybe six tables in the entire restaurant right. for the most part it's all takeout and then in the barn out behind the shed, the, I don't know what old carport. Yeah, they, exactly. They've turned it into, <laughs> right. They've turned it into the smokehouse where they go back and, right. and cook all the barbecue. And like this time we were in there. So first of all, I think I may have said this on the air. This was the place where I saw the guy, the owner give one of the guys who was down on his luck. One of the homeless people who came up, gave him just this massive styrofoam container filled with all sorts of just delicious, amazing. These weren't just the, well, these fell in the pit and we can't use them. Here you go. This was like, I mean, he gave him a, right. He, he gave him a proper meal. So there's been that. And then this time I just went in there and I said, listen, you know, my family loves this place. We just, we, we always say it's been too long whenever we eat here and we really appreciate it. 
And so they have you go out and wait in your car while they yeah. prepare the stuff and then they bring it out to you now because that's the way it works. And so he brought it out and you could already tell the bag was far too big. And he said, I threw in an, a rack of ribs for you as well as a thank wow. you for. Can you, um, can that's you like send... a $30? That, yeah. That's a $30 value. <laughs> I'm going to need you to send me exactly what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Especially about the whole like a family appreciating thing because yeah. I won't remember it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the thing is, though, the alder smoke can be a little heavy. So when you eat barbecue, let's just say maybe, you know, you might just burp or any other thing that may occur <laughs> it, it has it has a there's a little a little brush fire <laughs> did you guys did happening you... all the time because there's uh because there's this like heavy alder smoke and you feel like you've just been outside in a forest fire uh all the time but uh, no it's good it's good barbecue. It, it is it's it's very good um all right steve what about you um during the week, I laid very low. All right. All right. That's yeah, that's great. I it is. I laid I, very low. I even said, and Steve, this was before you jumped on, but I said this to Tracy. So I've spent the entire last like month and a half bitching about the fact that our weather has not gotten warmer and that we're way behind and that this July has been awful and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I just said to him, the weather finally warmed up and got nice and warm and I was outside in it the last two days. And I'm, I think I'm more tired and grumpy than I was when it was drizzly and awful outside. And I'm not, I don't know if I just sort of overdid it and cooked myself out there. And now I'm just a little fried as a result. But um, I, I, I think I spent too much time out there. I got some good time out there. Um, uh, I mean, I was, for the first half of the week, I was, you know, working really hard. And then the second half of the week, I laid really low. But uh, it, I got a lot of good sun out there. Yeah. Um, and uh but you're right you know sometimes i go outside and i span it and it's just it's i am i do at least now put on sunscreen pretty much every time i'm out there and i'm really careful about it because i burn really easily you remember my wedding yeah um and how horribly sun <laughs> sunburned i got so let's be clear because we have not shared that story so we all all three of the the guys, and there may have been more, but I mean, as, as far as like the three core guys that were on that trip, your buddy Lars, me, and you, the first or possibly second day, we went out in the water, we all put sunscreen on, we spent- It was a, my wedding day. This right. was absolutely my wedding day. We yeah. spent a long time out in the water. <laughs> we were all so excited. And the sunblock had expired. So we effectively put nothing on. And then three of the whitest, most non-exposed to the sun dudes in the world went and got in the Hawaiian sun for multiple hours and literally like expired sunscreen. Well, and it was even funnier because I was um, uh, I had I guess I was the last person to put it on because they ran out of it. So I put two different kinds on and I had um, I had the stuff that expired on my arms and shoulders, but my face and neck and back had the stuff that was fine. Um, and so, but that was my, that was my wedding day. Right. Yeah. So, um, no, my face was still, my face was pretty red. So, but, but there were sections that weren't burned. Right. Cause I remember your uh, nose was like your nose peeled and like, I mean like yeah. literally blistered on like the bridge of your nose. Like it was, yeah. it was bad. Super terrible. And, um, and, and David Lars were, they just got hit hard. Um, and a, a bunch of us got hit pretty hard, yeah. but it, but, um, I remember that night, you know, where they're giving speeches and Wendy's dad put his arm around me and just grabbed me. And he was so, <laughs> he was so happy and stuff, but he, that's kind of the way he shows affection. He just, he pulled me in really tight and you can see my face in the picture. He's just smiling and, and he's talking and he pulls me in and I feel like my arm's going to just drop off. Yeah. He's like pulling the, he's pulling the yeah. flesh off of your body. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And to make matters worse, that same day, that, that day I hit so hard on a big boogie board, it kind of rung my bell and I took in a bunch of water and I'm getting pulled out to sea. Dave reaches out, picks me up, <laughs> pulls me out. I am 
100% certain I was about to die. And, <laughs> and Dave saved my life on my wedding day, yeah. much to my wife's chagrin. Right. That's and, sweet. and that's what Steve did this week. Yeah, that's what I did this week. Awesome. All right, we're going to keep the show rolling. <laughs> and we are going to jump right into the headlines. And now, straight from the Dave and Steve Show news desk in beautiful Anytown, USA Plaza, it's Tracy Green with this week's headlines. Our first story, researchers at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, is that, that's uh, MIT, if you're keeping score, yeah. launched a website that used a video of Richard Nixon giving a speech he delivered uh, to educate the public about the challenges posed by deep fakes. Good evening, my fellow Americans. Fates has ordained that the men who went to the moon to explore in peace will stay on the moon to rest in peace. So the researchers at MIT's Center for Advanced Virtuality said they spent a year and a half creating the video of President Nixon delivering the real contingency speech that was written in 1969 to be delivered in the event of a disaster during the Apollo 11 moon landing mission. This is where, this is where, it, I mean, this, and it, we're already there. Let's be clear. We're, we're, we're there right now. This is where it gets incredibly terrifying because... You can watch an 18-year-old, a 20-year-old, when he's not donning his police shirt and riding his dirt bike up and down in front of my road, can put one of these deep fake videos together that's pretty damn convincing. And we are, we are squarely at the point now where anybody with the actual ability, software, budget, and, and want to do this can fake anything. Yeah, and, uh, it, and, and it's... It really is terrifying. We're going to need to figure out some kind of way to um, uh, only take in uh, information from trusted sources. And I I just don't know how that's, I don't know how we're going to do it because everything's fake. Right. Everybody's, it's all, it's all not real. Nothing's real. I think we're in the matrix. Tracy, what, what are your uh, fellow cohorts in the deep recesses of the dark web saying about this? Um, well, they see this as a unique opportunity to sort of steer the world in the direction that we want. I mean, they want to go, and uh, so yes, I mean, this is uh, this is uh, this is a good opportunity. And, and I've said too much. So um, you know, you know what's messed up about this video that they released is that they they did it probably to show, hey, this can happen. Watch out. But instead, in seventy five years, yeah, it, it's good. This is like no, this happened. Yep. Like, like yeah. the narrative will be like, blah, 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 and at the end, there, there'll be this fake video. And now, you know, we'll have astronauts riding dinosaurs. On right. The moon. Yeah, exactly. And I, now I'm all for putting like Trump's face on a baby and watching. And, and I'm listen, I'm not saying anything political. I'm all for putting anybody's face on a baby. So don't read too much into that. Everybody's don't write emails. I'm just saying I'm all for the like goofy, crazy things that be, can be done with this that are obviously that's obviously not trump's face on a baby but it gets super scary when things like this happen and you if you didn't know this if we didn't have the setup from tracy or if we didn't have mit telling us that they had done this it, hey somebody found some footage yeah, and so the, the Nixon video now forms the centerpiece of the Center for Advanced Virtuality's website, which is moondisaster.org, which aims to educate the public about the existence of this technology that can create realistic videos of fictional scenarios. Now, researchers at MIT said that the deep fake confirms what people commonly know already, that the lunar landing did not happen. <laughs> yeah. Hey. This all, you guys know where this all started, right? It all started with the Jurassic Park movies. Those were so damn good, and people loved the CG and that stuff so much. That here we are. If if yeah, that I, if that movie had been a bomb, we wouldn't we wouldn't have Nixon telling us that the. You know, so that's funny. so when I set my time machine to fix all this. Yes, you're saying yes. I just have to go back and kick Spielberg in the nuts or Spielberg's dad in the nuts or something. Could it also have been Forrest Gump? when he had all these meetings with former presidents and oh, that was yeah. like kind of preceded yeah. that. I kind of wonder. It's true. And, and if you go back and watch, cause I watched Forrest Gump not too long ago with my kids cause they had never seen it. 
that one does not hold up. And I don't know about, I haven't seen the original yeah, Jurassic, Park, Jurassic Park. Park frankly yeah. doesn't either okay because I, okay. I when i the first time i saw it i said wow i think i've now finally seen dinosaurs right and then i watched it again i'm like nope nope that's, <laughs> uh, that's three steps above land yeah. of the lost but yeah. it's still pretty good like yeah. superman you believe a man that can can fly and i i still don't believe <laughs> our second story a dog that went missing from her family's kansas home turned up about a week later at the front door of her family's former home 60 miles away in Missouri. Idiot. I know. Colton Michael said family members returned to their home in Lawson, Missouri recently and were surprised to find a dog on their porch. Michael moved in to to the home two years ago and said he was even uh, more surprised when he had had the canine's microchip check and discovered Cleo, a four-year-old golden retriever, belonged to the house's former residence. They shot and ate the dog. <laughs> Both families said they're at a loss. Missouri. <laughs> well, that, maybe that's another stop. We'll follow up on that story. But All both right. families said they're at a loss to explain Cleo's long journey as she would have had to cross a river to make it back to her former home. Both families, though, did agree that the dog would likely be dead in eight to ten years and would not matter in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> Did did either of the families decide they were going to get a fence? <laughs> and if so, was it the right family? Yeah. I, I will. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> keep that fence. Keep that dog out. No more sixty mile journeys to our house. Elon Musk's mysterious Neuralink startup is working on a brain computer interface that will allow wearers to stream music directly to their brain. I don't think. Okay, first of all, that's how my brain works. But second of all. He cannot start any more projects until he finishes the ones he has going. Like he needs to finish the hyperloop before he just starts kicking out um, uh, Spotify in my brain. Yeah, he's uh, got the hyperloop. He's got that underground tunnel system that's supposed to eliminate traffic. He's got he's shooting shit into space. He's got this thing putting yeah. implants in the brain. The space he's, thing's going good. The uh, you know the the car thing's going pretty good. His flamethrower business was surprisingly right. good. Right. Um, uh, finish the finish the hyperloop. I want to see how that pans out. And Maybe, I am just, just finish it. I am unclear with this guy. If he is, if he is insane, if he is brilliant and acting insane just to throw people off and just to have fun with, hey, look at me, I'm that guy, or if he's a little bit of both. I, I worked with a guy who was, I don't need to, to name him or anything, but I, I'm firmly of the belief that this guy was, he tried to play the part of, hey, look at me, I'm on a Segway wearing a Viking helmet and hitting people with a squeaky hammer in the office just so that people talk about me in that sense. But I think everything that he did was very calculated. And with Elon Musk, it's very hard for me to tell if he is actually calculated with this stuff or if he really is batshit crazy. Yeah, there's a few guys out there that on, on large scale and low scale, like when you look at them and they are like surprisingly dysfunctional. And, and so they don't seem like really calculated. I'd be, even put maybe George Hotz in that yep. category, the guy that, which if every, you know, everybody could look him up, George Hotz is a guy that probably, if you sat with him, you'd just be as nervous as can be about what his next move would be making. But I mean, he's making the future in a garage. Right. So, I mean, it's just one of those things. So responding to questions on Twitter, Musk confirmed that Neuralink's technology would in fact uh, allow people to listen music directly from our chips, as he said. So here's a question I had for you guys. What would be the first song you'd listen to? In my head? I'd be more likely to pay him to take some goddamn songs out of my head. That's <laughs> what I could do. <laughs> so the, the, you, you want a service. You want a service people will pay for? <laughs> I, I will. I will dip my head into whatever um, ooze he's selling if I if it'll get the stupid songs out of my head. If it I'm erases gonna... the entire Bjork catalog from my brain, I'm I'm <laughs> sign me up day it's one. It's oh so quiet. <laughs> Shh. Yeah. 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 For me, it would be Yoko Ono. I think. Right. A little, so so time, here's the yeah. here's the scary thing about this though is that he's gone on several podcast shows, interviews 
where he's literally talked about the only thing that's slowing down he talks about you know like basically cell phones and how the slow part of a cell phone is the input having to type out those words unless you're steve and you can type 10,000 words a minute and send them all in single word text chains but most people aren't that fast and so he has said that the way to get around this is to put an implant in a person's brain that then allows them to just basically think these things so tracy instead of you and i texting to one another we would just i would in my head think send tracy a message i would think of the message and you and i would communicate back and forth that way so this is you mentioned the threshold right right this is what i'm saying though is that now to say like uh, i'm just i'm just setting this up so that you can get access to your itunes a little easier is is bullshit. that's not that's yeah. not this is there's something there's something much grander going on than music delivery See, I'm not even worried about like them taking over my mind or or reading my thoughts. I'm worried I'm going to leave it on. Like I'm I'm worried yeah. I'm the, yeah. the text chain's going to and it'll be what the hell yeah. did Steve just send me? Because nobody nobody wants to spend any time in here. Right? Nobody. Yeah, that's uh someone will call the police for sure. It's it's like it is like um abandoned uh, amusement park slash slaughterhouse uh, slash um, you know foreign physics school. It's just it's I and I don't understand any of it. So to, to give to to leave that on in a in an attempt to send my my wife or my friend a text um, saying yeah sounds good I'll be over there in a minute. No stay no we don't we <laughs> yeah. don't we don't want i am so glad that we'll probably be dead before this really hits yeah me too i don't need uh mine would be a lot of uh a lot of european death metal and little people luchadors i think yeah that's uh, exactly but, uh, how people talked about the telephone by the way <laughs> i'm not putting that up next to my ear i don't want i don't want president roosevelt's voice coming into my head and telling me what what he's gonna tax while i'm sleeping both New York's and Hollywood's paparazzi scene have taken quite a bit of a hit in the wallet due to fewer celebrities roaming about in their normal places due to having to wear masks in public. Securing uh, celebrity photos during the pandemic has proven to be tricky, and one photographer, photographer speculated that of the 150 or so celebrities he tracks in the city, well over 100 he imagine has decamped and perhaps to remote vacation homes. Oh, that is so sad that those blood sucking bastards yeah. are not getting the shots that right. they're looking for. I'm well, just, I'm just beside myself with, with sorrow for those people. What's interesting is that the 20 or so who remain tend to keep a lower profile. They said that the idea that celebrities do not want to be photographed is shown to be false as most celebrities wish only to not be seen wearing a mask yeah no not buying it not buying it added, uh, that uh, Sarah Jessica Parker looks better with a mask on oh come on oh, now I don't know she looked okay actually I'll show you guys a picture later but uh, she she did post <laughs> that you took in her shrubs <laughs> I don't have to answer that oh my gosh and that's the news all right, so we, we're going to keep going, things going here, but one thing I forgot to actually do at the top of the show is say what the hell we're doing this show. So the, when we come back from the break, we're going to have a new minute from Tracy, and then we're going to play a game. Now, Steve, you set this up prior to us hitting, hitting the record button by saying you had a really good game. It was so good, in fact, you decided it was too good, and you came up with a less good game that we're going to play tonight. That's exactly how I said it. Okay. Yeah. So so if you guys want to st stick around through the break, you can hear us play the less good game right after this. Satisfaction. Just in time for summer, Wild Horse Pizza brings you the extra cheesy, extra saucy, extra tasty, sizzling hot meat pizza meal. <laughs> Buy either a Meat Lover's Pizza or present a valid ID that you're over 50 and female and Wild Horse Pizza will knock three bucks off of your purchase. And remember, 
Whether you're a hot podcaster ordering extra cheese or a podcaster's mom craving extra meat, Wild Horse Pizza will satisfy you in 30 minutes or less, or it's free. Wild Horse Pizza. (laughs) So I have to say during that break, so Tracy, at a certain point before we started recording the show, you made the comment that you were going to, it's warm in your house. We've got incredibly hot weather. You said, I'm going to take my pants off because we can only see you from the waist up, from the chest up, actually. So who cares? (laughs) I didn't know if you actually did that or not. And then right. I assume during that break, the the light behind you, is that on a timer? Is that what happened? Because all of a sudden you went very dark. Are you on a timer? Um, well, no, it's it's just a, I just went and turned on a light. That's all. Got it. Because it, the, I mean, it went, it went incredibly dark on my camera to where I could only see the reflection on your glasses. I could only see a few things. And then you stood up to walk behind you to right. turn that lamp on. And I swear to God, it looked like you had a pair of wrestling trunks on and nothing else. I'm talking wrestling trunks with like a logo on the back of them. Cause I thought I saw something shiny on your ass as you turned to go turn the lamp sure. on. And yeah. I, my brain tried so right, hard just to, do, juicy. To, do, <laughs> to, do, to do the math of not only did Tracy take his pants off, but he wears wrestling trunks every day and they have a logo on the back of them and i was so curious all in that very brief amount of time i did all of that thinking i thought i gotta ask tracy what the logo is and then you turn the lamp on and i was completely disappointed because you just had pants on yeah it was weird in the dark where your brain goes where your imagination goes and so yeah the way i imagine it it had the day of the week in the front the logo on the back uh yeah wrestling trunks and that's all and uh and then amazing when the lights come on i'm just fully clothed yeah it's normal yeah i didn't uh i didn't we we got to talking and i i just i forget i just simply forgot to take my pants off <laughs> well, would you do it would you do it for us right now take them off tracy take them off <laughs> we got to talking and i just simply forgot to take my pants off all right uh all new this week as always a brand new minute from tracy here we go Some people say being a hero is a heavy burden. Now, when you hear someone say that, that's the first sign that they aren't a true hero. A real hero is someone who walks boldly through the day and blazes trails for others. They're not encumbered by anything except the sheer weight of their awesomeness. Never believe anyone who claims that they themselves are a hero. You can tell when someone is a true hero just by listening to them talk and you only need maybe a minute to realize how truly amazing that they are. If you have a true hero in your life, you are one lucky person. For everyone else who is listening to this, keep your chin up. A true hero is probably closer than you think. This has been Tracy's True Hero Minute. I never know what to expect from these minutes, and I am always waiting for the hook of, and if you don't have a hero in your life, suck it, loser. Like, I'm always waiting for some, like, left turn, and with that one, it didn't, that was actually just very uplifting. It, it was. It was. I mean, and it just, when, when you, you know, uh, it only takes about, about a minute to recognize a true hero. Steve, I'm so sorry. I've known you for over 40 years and i'm still not sure if you're a true hero i I will say the jury's out i just don't know yeah the the jury's out because they're enjoying the free lunch and uh being put up in a hotel with with air conditioning there's a verdict they just haven't shared it with the rest of the court okay i i'm not a hero and it's and everybody it's okay i accepted it that music that music obviously taken from footloose when was the last time you guys saw Footloose? Can you, I mean, like ballpark it? College. Tracy? Early early college. Oh, I can answer that easily. I've never seen it. You've never seen Footloose? 
No, the movie has has never interested me at all, and so it has just flown by. It's not. It's one of those that I even understand. People have said, "Oh, come on, you had to have seen." Like you're watching, you know, TBS, and it's like nine o'clock at night, and they're showing a replay. Nope, never once. I doubt I've seen more than a minute or two highlight of it when people are referring to it in pop culture. I have never seen it. So for well, all for all you youngins out there who don't know, I guess they remade Footloose with a couple of people from Dancing with the Stars. So probably everybody knows Footloose. The premise of Footloose is that they have outlawed dancing in this small town. The reason they outlawed dancing is because some kids were at a dance, got drunk, drove off the road, killed themselves, and thus they put in put these laws into place to outlaw dancing through the entire town. A young, very hot Kevin Bacon rolls into town turns the town on its ear, gets them to dance again, and gets them to realize the magical power that is dancing and how it can make us all super special and we can beat the shit out of rednecks at a at a wheat distillery somewhere. So yeah. I think that's about the, the plot. I think I've summed it up pretty well. But the point of that is I went to watch that with my kids. <laughs> so first of all, that is one mm-hmm. of those movies where kids just it's lost on them completely of why the hell is dancing outlawed in this town like they're they didn't they didn't buy in right from the beginning because to them the plot was so ridiculous this could never happen thus i can't show them smoking the bandit ever because if they think that's ridiculous how about the fact that beer might be illegal somewhere so i can't <laughs> I, they don't understand <laughs> county dry laws yeah, yeah. And, and moving the moving of of three point one or three point five percent alcohol beer. Yeah, I, from I, one I state. Yeah. To another. <laughs> the, that's so bad. It's like the, the Star Wars Episode One Trade Federation trying to work out all that. Business. It's like watching C-SPAN except in space. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh, there's a motion by the planet Zogor. Um, so, so there, so there was that aspect to it where they were already like, uh, come on. And then, Tracy, you've never seen it. Steve, I don't know if you remember. There, that movie goes dark at a certain point because the the redneck who is dating the girl that Kevin Bacon likes in that film beats her. Like, yeah. Yeah. gets angry and beats her. And so not only on top, like in the middle of this, what is this, like upbeat dance, haha, this is a funny movie. This is a, a, oh, look at him battling against this town and all this kind of stuff. They, I mean, it is a record scratch moment where he does beat this girl, and so, they, and and that that isn't the part that's illegal. It's the dance. The <laughs> yeah. dance is illegal. Yes. That's yes. just that, that's just frowned yeah. upon at the town level. So that, that was not. I will say this right now: Goonies went over really well in my house. Footloose, not so much. That was. <sighs> it did not. It do, did not hit like it did not resonate like Goonies did. Yeah, I, I have had people want to intervene and like throw me surprise fitless parties and things like that to like and just yeah. force me down and yeah. make me watch it. Um, that's a fantasy. It's never really happened. Uh, no one's ever threatened <laughs> to do that. That's but, a fantasy. <laughs> I will tell you that Smokey and the Bandit went over really well in our house because I, I was able to like Zach was asking me. He's like, "So it's illegal?" I'm like, "Dad, don't worry about that. They just have to do it under this time." They just have to beat the clock. Correct. Really, it's about beating the clock, and the only way to beat the clock is to speed. And you got to get rid of. Don't worry about the. Don't worry about the the Trade Federation, and whether or not the Droid Army is going to stop um, Burt Reynolds from getting the Coors beer um, past the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah. It's yeah. I um, mean, can, I Cannonball Run. I try to watch some of that with the kids, and they're like, "What?" You know, it's just like. And I, you know, I was thinking kind of like it didn't make sense to me either. I had to like kind of go back into my 10-year-old brain to enjoy it again. But uh, I just – when when I have these moments, I just say, hey, just everybody shut up. We're watching Meatballs. All right. So <laughs> that, let's – That reminds me. I need to get I need to get a copy of Megaforce. Let's, uh, as soon as Meatballs possible. reminds you of Megaforce. So let's be clear, Tracy. I have never seen Meatballs. So maybe we oh. need to have a viewing party where we watch Footloose and Meatballs back to back, and then we share notes. Uh, I think uh, I think that's a topic for what did you do this week <laughs> on another week. Okay. And yeah, you guys both do movie reports, and I want them turned in by uh, by next Sunday. Meatballs was Bill Murray, right? Yes. Okay. 
yeah, I've never, I've that. never seen it, but I, I, I yeah. definitely, I, I can picture the poster of Meatballs in my head right now, but I've never seen that movie. It was right in that era of when like National Lampoon was beginning to do movies, and yeah. so they were competing. So there was these very cheap, no one wanted to do movies. They threw one star in to carry it. So mm-hmm. the late seventies had these movies, and uh, thankfully, they were awesome. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> Let's uh, let's keep things rolling and find out what Steve's got for us with his not so good good game. All right, this this is a this is a game that I came up with. There are only five questions. Um, it's sure to uh, spark some uh, uh, some discussion and some controversy. Uh, I'm sure. Um, so I as as with every game, uh, I will not be keeping score uh, mm-hmm. and. Because there's five questions, I, I made it five questions so that you you both can't. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe you can tie. I don't. I, I don't hold, give a shit. Hold um, on a second. Am I ahead right now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> the name of this game is Smoking Gun Crime Time, and uh, from the pages of Smoking Gun, I have taken, um, I have taken, I've taken incidents that have happened. Um, basically charges that have been filed. Um, I will give you the names of three uh, celebrities and you tell me which celebrity was booked for, uh, for these, uh, for these charges. Okay. I like um, this. And Steve, little known fact that you don't know about Tracy and I, we both worked at Sierra online. I know, you know, this part, we worked at Sierra online together and the smoking gun was a huge part of our day. We sent there links was. around to the smoking gun. Everybody knew about that. We talked about. So we may we may be better at this than you might think. Okay, well that's that's great. So it's not going to be easy because um, every pretty much everybody that I am going to give you has been arrested, and a lot of the um, and a lot of the things that they've been arrested for are very similar. Okay. And and I'm going to I'm going to go a step further. Ooh, so There's a good chance them. that uh, that I listed um, one set of uh, one thing that that they were booked for, but somebody else in the same list might have been arrested for the same shit. Okay. I I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't it's going to take some nuance. All right. All right. Okay. So uh, what we have here our first um, our first bunch of of charges uh, this person was booked for simple assault, disorderly conduct, and public drunkenness. Now, here is your list of people. Well, who among us hasn't there? <laughs> Wiz Khalifa, Richie Sambora, or the rapper T.I.? Uh, I don't believe... Uh, yeah, this is tough. Go ahead, Tracy. I'm going to go Richie Sambora, and the reason for that is because disorderly conduct was involved in it, and that is really a throwaway charge that means kind of nothing, and I think it was kind of more minor than that, so I'm going to go I'm going to go Richie Sambora. So here's how you and I are wired so differently, because I first thought Richie Sambora as well, but then said, I don't believe he's ever been arrested for disorderly conduct. I know he's had a drinking problem in the past. I don't know if he still does. But I actually went away from him. So in the spirit of the game, in order to make sure that we don't tie, I'm going to go with somebody else and I'll go T.I. Okay. The answer is T.I. In 2018, after a physical confrontation with a guard manning the entrance to the performer's gated community in Georgia, uh, T.I. was charged with simple assault, disorderly conduct, and public drunkenness. He subsequently pleaded no contest to the disorderly conduct rap and was fined $300. All right. I wonder if he could afford that. He uh, he had to borrow it from uh, some of the other people that he, that he started Ant Man with. He borrowed it um, from his neighbor, Richie Sambora. From yeah, from <laughs> Richie Sambora. He was actually it was all three of them. They were there together. Um, what okay. a, what a motley crew hanging out. Wiz Khalifa, Richie Sambora, and Ti just cracking wise. As you can listen to their podcast starting next week. That would be great. Okay. So, uh, the next, um, the next set of, um, of charges, assault to commit bodily harm. Okay. 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 Um, Jeff Ross, 
Hank Williams Jr. or Scott Wayland? Ooh. Who, uh, Jeff Ross. I'm going Jeff Ross. I'm going to go Hank Williams Jr. The answer is Hank Williams Jr. Ah, um, come on! Jeff Ross is barely um, able to commit um, any kind of assault with his words while he's doing comedy. That's, that's, um, a, mis- yeah. that's a misdemeanor, though, I believe. What state is that in? Uh, so the, uh, <laughs> Hank Williams Jr. surrendered in a Shelby County Sheriff in April 2006 on a warrant issued by a Tennessee court Shut charging up, him with assault Tennessee. to commit bodily harm after allegedly choking and verbally abusing a 19-year-old Memphis hotel waitress in a bizarre incident. So uh, it sounds like he's. So kind was of that the bizarre incident, or did he choke her because of a bizarre incident? No, no, the bizarre know. incident was the choking. Oh, okay. Um, What's Tennessee? I wasn't. Apparently, sure. all of his rowdy friends did not come over <laughs> that night. That's very good. Um, but he's a turd. Um, anyway, okay. So one to one. Good, good job, both of you. All right, thank that's you, the game. And thank you for not keeping um, score. I'm kidding. All right, so. Um, Here's um, here's the charge for um, for these three people <laughs> charged with domestic abuse. Okay, the charge is domestic abuse. Okay. Christopher Cross, Yanni, or Common. Tell me again what Chris. Oh, geez, sorry, I knocked something over. What did Christopher Cross sing? I know he. Oh, oh so Salem. He, he did Salem. Yeah, he had yeah. like a he had a ton of songs on one album, half of which it sounds like he's falling asleep. Even the really upbeat yeah, "Ride yeah. Like the Wind." It sounds yeah. like he's yeah. about to fall asleep in the middle of it. Oh, yeah, I forgot about "Ride Like the Wind." Yeah. yeah, you flip yeah. you flip over to Air Supply to get a jolt. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Christopher Cross, Yanni, and Common for the char- uh, charge with domestic abuse. I just, based on what we said, I just want it to be Christopher Cross, so I'm going Christopher Cross. I will go Yanni. Okay, the answer was Yanni, um, because he's also a turd. Um, and uh, uh, March 2006, Florida cops charged with uh, domestic abuse and allegedly tussling with his live-in girlfriend. Apparently she had a split lip and he was yelling all kinds of horrible things. And that's no way to treat anybody. Uh, what a turd. Yeah. And so, this is, this is what I was going to say too is, and this was before I knew it was even to a girlfriend, spouse, whatever. I, and I thought you were going to go like someplace like a, a, my head went to like a bar fight or something like that. It is one thing to make a dumb mistake like that, like a bar fight or something like that early in life. I'm 19 years old. I'm 20 years old. I haven't figured my life out. And I punched somebody in a bar. It was 2006. And yeah, he's C- 51 years yeah. old. I, and yeah. by the way, I said 2006. And I'm not sure why. But it was 2006. Exactly. He's in his 50s. Like, knock, knock, knock that shit off in general. But you're long past the point of being an asshole like you should you, yeah, this, you've got fame and not, fortune quit yeah this was not a problem where there was a discretion problem right. or yeah this is like at this age very likely unless medication was involved it's probably something that's recurring and uh and terrible it's tragic right. it's awful right all right let's so we're all going. again we're all against domestic abuse here right we are, that, we that are all on record as being very against right. domestic abuse because you were shaking your head Stephen. i wasn't sure what that meant and here. if Go you ahead. uh if if you know of anybody that is suffering from domestic abuse we would like you to uh report it seriously uh, do that um the next charges are uh drug and gun possession this will be a fun one um the people are uh, your your candidates for drug and gun possession um, are David Crosby, Patty Duke, or Neil Young. Ooh, that's that's tough because uh, you got uh, kind of that uh, Birds uh, Buffalo Springfield crossover there, <laughs> which uh, had a lot of guns and drugs involved in it. So, uh, you really just should have thrown. Steals and Nash in there as well. <laughs> I yeah, I thought about it, but you know, I really just it's yeah. All right, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go with David Crosby. God damn it! All right, well then I'll go with Patty Duke just for the hell of it. 
Okay. Um, it was David Crosby. So yeah. no, at no time did I say you you had to choose different people. I know. But, I, I'm just, yeah. I didn't want us to have to tie or anything like that. So I'm just trying to not, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. But you're, you're right. I get it. So, yeah. So well, then David I'd like Crosby. to change my answer on the last three questions. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's a, that's a good strategy. <laughs> and actually. I believe we are now tied. David Crosby, <laughs> founding member of the Birds, Crosby, Stills, Nash, um, was arrested in Dallas by police in 1982, in April of 1982, with drug and gun possession, uh, carrying a um, an RPG, rocket propelled grenade, uh, through uh, Gate 7 of LaGuardia and almost making it um on the no that i don't know what it was yeah you know and neil young would have been close on that one because uh during that the whole crazy horse thing uh there was any number of things were happening at that time yeah. that could have fit in sure right um this next one's a real fun one um was arrested for failing to file personal income tax returns okay your your three people uh, Glenn Fry, Stephen Baldwin, or Eric Idle? I'm going Baldwin. Um, I would have gone Baldwin too because Eric Idle is a citizen of the UK and I'm not sure that he would have necessarily been paying income taxes. Uh, but I'll go with... It has I been established. You can, you can go with... We can pick the same one. Um, Baldwin, which Baldwin, which Baldwin brother was this? Stephen Baldwin. That would be probably, that one feels right. All right. Gonna... It, was, it was Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. yeah. 46, December, 2012. Um, and, uh, Glenn Fry was only convicted of having the smugglers blues. Yeah. <laughs> That's I I'm trying to do my little, my little zingers at the end, like Tracy does on his, on his, <laughs> um, on his news stories and mine are not as good, but, uh, yeah. That one, uh, Eric, that one was it, better than most of them. That's a good point about Eric Idle, maybe not being able to pay taxes in the United States, but there's quite a, when you're working in the United States, you have to pay United States taxes, don't you? Um, yeah, he does, but um, it, calling what he does working is a stretch, so I don't know. It just didn't seem right to me. I don't know. He he did do that half a season of Nearly Departed, which was really great in the 1980s. <laughs> I like that we're debating the merits of Steve's not correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I just yes, it was plausible. Shut your mouth, Tracy. <laughs> yeah come on man that yeah, was wrong and didn't happen but the plausibility is far more than you are alleging so i spent quite a bit of time just digging through different arrests and i tried to find stuff that just wasn't dui and drunken disorderly right, right. you know and i'm just like come on give me that like was... smuggling giraffes or yeah, something like yeah. that you know that, that that was a good game and it definitely felt like your second best game yeah, second best game. The yep. other one's going to be much better. Um, so I'm excited. That's a, se too. that's a segment right now, Steve's second best game. <laughs> here's, yeah. So I, I thought up a really great game, and here's the derivative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Well, we yeah, are anyway, just that we was, are good job, guys. You you both uh, you you both lost. Steve, I and and this has been echoed by people who have written in, people on the street, uh, kids on motorcycles with police shirts shouting it to me as they go by people love the games when you come up with the games and i always tell you you can do we will gladly take one of these anytime you come up with it so mm -hmm. as always stellar job uh looking forward to the next one we are butting up hard hard against the hour mark so we're going to wrap things up before we do keep in mind next sunday is going to be topsy-turvy world as it sounds like we're going to record the show on sunday and i don't know what's going to happen uh, until that time Tracy, do you have anything to add? I am working on a new social media project um, that uh, in, an, in an effort that a, a coworker of mine said, your activity on social media seems to make sure that all your friends know that they're stupid. And I said, <laughs> you know, that is very astute of you. And so, um, so I am working on a brand new project. Centered uh, around making make that coworker realize how stupid they are. 
Precisely. And so I'm, I'm excited to that. It's taking a little longer to put together because you know how it is with me and effort. So wait, anyway. wait, you're, it's not really focused on that coworker, is it? Um, I don't have to answer that. Okay. So, right. What are you doing, Steve? No, I'm not gonna, that's none of my business. <laughs> so I, I assume you don't have anything to add? No, I, I have, I have nothing. I have nothing, nothing good, nothing, whatever. All yeah. right. For Tracy, for Steve, and for me, Dave, I guess. Mm -hmm. We'll talk to you next time on The Dave and Steve Show.